ladies and gentlemen, hey, Drew, thank you Drew, for Drew, 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 Drew. Yeah. Yeah. First show of the year, 29th uh, season premiere. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think we should have any interruptions this year, so before you start, I, yeah. um, I want to discuss something about the, sh- the show we're about to do. Okay. Sam and I talked. We would. Is like that your New Year's resolution to not interrupt? Your yeah, name? that's why I wanted to get him. Before. It's gonna. Well, it'll have to be your 2024 resolution, but that's, that's fine. That's why I wanted to get him before we started. Sam and I had chatted, and we would like to dedicate this first show of the new year of the new season to our new friend Ted. And we'll explain who Ted is once we get on the air. And um, Coach Bobby, Bobby Thompson. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly enjoyed our banter with Ted, and was hoping we would bring it up on the show. So, so I don't know. A friend of the program, uh, Fenny, he he wanted yeah. to call in and speak about his occurrences. Yeah. So I don't know if uh, you want to, when you open the show, mention it, or do you want to throw it to Sam or myself. I just wanted to catch you before we started. Um, and I don't know how you want to handle it. I just figured we should talk. Yeah, well, like I said, you're, it'll ha- not interrupting me will have to be a resolution for t- 2024 because what do you it, mean? it's too late. Well, I, I had already started. I looked away for one second. I know. I'm, I'm, my resolution is to start the show faster this year. So. Oh, my God. And then, all right, well. Um, yeah, so we're, we're so a bit at on. So everyone heard our, our production meeting? Uh, they always do. I mean, that's just normal stuff. I mean, you know, it's between between uh, holidays and technical issues, and we haven't been on in a while, so I no. well, really didn't want to. Wanna... Fancy job and messes with times. I mean, it's yeah. hard. I don't want to start that way. But okay. what I will say is, I think I think we came back at a pretty a pretty uh, opportune time. There's a lot going on. We'll have a lot to talk about. So the show um, is dedicated to our friend Ted. Yeah, well, maybe. Do, I mean, do you guys want to get into that? I mean, well, I Ted is a very special local media. I know we have fans. Well, I don't know if we have fans, but we have listeners from all over the country slash world, especially Philadelphia. They were huge in Philly. Well, not necessarily in Philly, but people from Philly. But yeah, we haven't had a show since I met some of our Philly Orchard members. I know, I know. Um, so, uh. This is dedicated to Ted, uh, who has replaced Seth, because Seth, not worth it anymore. Ted is almost not worth it. They're but, they're very different, and like you I said, know. not worth it in very different ways, because Seth, Seth is just dumb, I guess is maybe the word I would use, like, doesn't really know what he's talking about. Not that the three of us do by any means, but he definitely doesn't know what he's talking about. This Ted guy, I think he's just a liar. Like there's a there's a there's a fine line there between just saying things that are an opinion but dumb, and then claiming you know something from a source that's just objectively clearly not true. I, I it's just it's amazing. Does this guy and all joking aside, he does not make money doing what he does, does he? Like is he paid by someone? I'm not even being. Funny. I don't. Maybe like a little bit, but oh, uh, I can't imagine a lot. Um, okay. like there are advertisements on that blog that he he oh. writes for. I guess is the word you would use, but I don't think it's enough writes that they for. would. I'm I could be I could write Shakespeare compared to him. I think he does, or maybe I'm, I'm, I I thought he. I I when we get when we get to the whole twins thing, 
I, I can't. I don't want to be negative because it doesn't really matter oh, no. yeah. so how does, we got. Yeah, he does right for some of these, but I, I, who knows? Um, I want to. Here's. I want to start. I want to make a statement, and then I'm going to let t- turn it over to you guys. I want to make a, a restate something that if I say the truth, it's not being negative, and only the twins could somehow pull off maybe the strangest free agent signing in the history of free agency and then turn around and trade their actual best player. But we can talk about that later. Why would they do this? I don't know. But Drew, you do your thing. Sam, you do your thing. I'll be here. Not interrupting. Yeah. Well, do you want to start on the twins and and Correa and all of that? Should I mean it's t- sort of I mean so I don't know when people are gonna be listening. I, I have I, I we don't need to break down the whole saga for people because it was the number one story in no. baseball for the last three weeks. It's all anyone's been talking about because he's the only guy left really unsigned and worth talking about. Um, but obviously he ends up with the Twins. Here's the two strangest things I think to me, and then we can get your thoughts on on everything. I mean I you know not to bury the lead. It's it it, it is definitely significant, and that's putting it lightly that. They're able to now have Correa for six plus years through his absolute prime. And we'll we'll see what they can do with him. Who knows? We'll have to figure out how this offseason really plays out. Um, they got him a little earlier than they did last year, which will be nice. But obviously, he's used to the team. And uh, the team has talent. There's no doubt about that. But we'll, we'll break them down more as we get close. But you, you have one of the best, if not perhaps the best all-around shortstop in the game for six years through his prime. That's incredible. Two specific things to me that are strange and I think are I don't even really know where to start with them. One being the craziest part about this whole thing is that the twins gave him an offer. He declined that offer to try San Francisco and then the Mets and Boris even said Boris Scott Boris today said the twins didn't actually even have a chance in between San Francisco and the Mets because the Mets were just so fast, which fine. Um. But somehow, after all of that, they're actually going to get him for less than they originally offered if this contract plays itself out, which is crazy that the Twins, I don't want to say botched this, but they had position A to hold on to him, let him go to not one, not but two teams potentially, and somehow now are going to end up with him at a lower cost. It doesn't seem like this is one of those, the ends don't justify the means, but we're all happy about the ends thing. That's weird, number one. And number two, I get that this whole people are joking about, you know, twins doctors and whatever, but there is a very different viewpoint on this if you have him for six years versus if you have him for 12 or 13 years. I think that goes well. Can I just say the weirdest thing? thing? And well, I'm I'm, I have one last thing and then I'm done. Then I'll let you go. The dumbest thing about this all to me is in his now eight years in the major leagues. He's had not much injury trouble at all, but he's never had an issue with the ankle or the leg. So for eight years, it wasn't a problem ever. It's never been a problem. He's never missed time with it. Barely if he has, but now all of a sudden I get when you want to look eight years down the line, you want to worry about it, but let's be honest. You have just genuine issues in general. When you look at a 37 year old Carlos Correa, that's going to lose probably over time. A lot of the things that make him great, his power, his arm, um, his arm strength, that stuff just fades. So why are you bothering stressing about his ankle when nine years from now, probably two of his best three or four tools 
aren't going to be there anyways. It just never made sense to me that that was the holdup here. You had to know he was going to fade off in some way by the end. Why are you now blaming the ankle? That's never really actually been a problem. They were probably just trying to get him for cheap. Before I, Sam goes, I, I, I think we were all pretty stupid. If you really think about it, almost every free agent the Twins have ever signed has been injured. This just fits right in. I mean, he is the but perfect player. For sure. For He's sure. actually not as injured as most of the pitchers we usually sign. Yeah. Fits in perfect. Was that negative, I, uh, Sam? No, yeah, no, it, it, it's true, and it's it's funny. But, it like, even last Iron, year. We call it ironic though, in the business. Yeah, well, uh, someone should write a song about that. If you think back to last year, though, when we did sign him, why weren't there any issues then? Why is this just randomly now, seven well, years into this guy's that, career, coming up? That's the thing. We know the Twins doctors are horrible, and this proves that the Twins doctors are horrible, that they couldn't catch this. Apparently, that other team, every other team could. And two, I I would have still given him the ten year for two hundred seventy million dollar contract because if we have Korea in his prime and he he's good with us for seven years and the last three he never plays a single game, I would still take that because we're never gonna get a player like this ever again because we never. Well, technically, just to, absolutely. Technically, we do have it. The all the options are on us, so we can keep right. him. For no, but I was saying before this, I oh. would have still given him the same exact contract. I wouldn't yeah. have cared. No, but and. Anyone who's right. thinking about being the the third team or whatever, I don't care. Again, he's no, why would I generational care? Why would talent. And it's not like it's not like he said no because well, maybe he doesn't like being a twin. I don't think that's true. He would have not said yes to this deal. But like it was never we know it was never about fit. It was always about money. And that's fine. You know, you have a finite number of years as a professional athlete, you can earn money. Well, he should have get that money. That. Yeah, I yeah. think the only thing well, bad about Well, he kind of did when he made that comment about the Dior thing. Like, he that's did. basically what he was saying. I think the only thing that they should have said at the news conference that they didn't, because they weren't going to, I mean, you couldn't make it perfect. But they should have, when he when the guy at the end asked him what he would say to his fans who think he's third choice, he'd say, listen, at that amount of, those two teams offered me so much money. I was, I, I took the money. I definitely wanted to be on the Twins. I would have, if the money was the same, I would have played for the Twins. It was just so much money, I took right. it. Yeah, and I wouldn't have had a problem with that. And Boris no, even said that the Koreas gave him a, a very narrow list, and the Twins were always on it. So, and I sort of believe it. Yep. And I think, and I do think that's true. I mean, he always seemed close, even when they were doing the uniform unveiling. They had him on Facetime, and they were calling them and Buxton and Arise, who we'll talk about in a second. We're talking about talking with him almost daily. Buxton, now we find out, has been literally talking to him every day. I, I'm fascinated by those conversations. But that was number one and two in that draft class. So he clearly does feel close to these guys. But to your point, Dad, like, can you blame the guy? It was tens of millions of dollars. Like, no, you no. can't blame him. So why? I'm with Sam. Why Why bother? Why care? Uh, no, I shouldn't, it's, you shouldn't care. It's just thing. hilarious. And this is what I meant earlier, like the ends don't justify the means, but we're all happy with the ends is like it's actually only because it went through four iterations and one of them was declined already from you. It's an incredible, incredible contract structure for the twins because you get him to Sam's point for six years at a a cost that is just is fair and, uh, you know, comparable to guys of his talent after that. You stay healthy, we keep paying you, and we want you to stick around. Or if your injury is unrelated to that ankle, maybe it's a hand or a wrist or whatever, then we'll still re-sign you. It's all, everything is 
on our plate. You know, I, it, it's all on the Twins. So you don't pass up. When this contract is over, let's say he, let's say none of those extra options are vested or exercised or whatever. He will have spent the same amount of years with the Twins as he did with the Astros. And you do not pass up that portion of somebody's career for a player like Correa, even if it means you take a risk on his ankle or leg or whatever. I, I think the reality is if you look around sports, for whatever reason, just injuries are everywhere right now in every sport. You know, basketball, they're out of control. Baseball, they're happening more and more. You know, when so we get you rid take of the chance. Team, by the way, they're pathetic. <laughs> Talk about injuries. They got they're, they're literally some they had one roster. They, out always, there. I was like, they always do. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so I, it, you it, you have to be semi optimistic going into the season. Now, I'm not saying they're automatically World Series contenders with Correa, but if they can now, ironically, stay healthier than they did near the end of last year, um, they obviously still. I, I think the starting rotation, if healthy, is actually pretty good. The bullpen has three, I think, very good guys, and then there's a, a drop off. So there's still work to do there. But if you look around the the diamond, it's it's going to be a pretty good team now. So happy manager, I think. Yeah, but. I'm a bad manager, but Kepler with the shift being banned will only he'll be really good now. Uh, well, he may not, and they may use him as a trade to maybe get some more pitching. Who knows? But okay, you're right. So that's you're my right. question. Why not Kepler, Polanco, and whoever for this dude on Miami, the pitcher? Why is that not nearly as valuable? I do, well, your, of course, your, your, your like concept of trade value is interesting to me. No, no, no. more value like Larnack and Kurloff. Those guys have more value. Time out. Okay, fine. Whoever. I mean, Kepler's got to have some value. The point I understand. I, I think you want me to be honest. I think for I think for Lopez it would probably take Arias and Kepler. I think okay. it would take. Something I don't care about Kepler. Well, for, first of all, there's other pitchers have been traded for a lot less, so I think that's ridiculous. Oh, I think uh, this guy's uh, this guy's uh, very. Good. I mean, obviously Arias has the most value. I mean, Aaron Judge isn't going to get traded, and San Francisco has the most. He is, he's our best player. He just won a batting title. He's the most clutch yeah. player on our team. And we finally do something. I don't know if, if, if Joey, whatever the hell his name is, going to be any good, but he's something. Gallo. Gallo. We, I mean, we've made a few moves. Why get rid of our best hitter? Yeah. No, I, I'm not. First off, my comment about what it would take to land Lopez, oh, I who is very I know, good, was I not me well, saying that was what I would do. My point was just, I think that's about what it would take. Now, I don't no. give away a rise. I give away something else or other people to Sam's point, you know, you have Kirilov, you have Larnack, you have Walner. Like you don't need all of those guys. And I bet maybe. Miami would take Polanco. As, it as may be. That maybe. No, maybe. I, but you know what? Polanco, I, I can't believe I'm saying this. Polanco is really the only true for now. Second baseman. Well, we arise can what I think you do it. Well, arise, but arise is always, was fine at second base. Oh, um, why not? We got farmer. Yeah, well, I think I yeah, whatever. Whoever he is. How we donate? Him. We designate him for assignment to make room. No, garlic. That was garlic. Oh, Kyle, Gar- they all on Kyle. Over They're all named Kyle. They're all white guys named Kyle. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, um, it's baseball. Right. Exactly. No, I um, where was I going with this? But what I think they do with Polanco is I think if Royce Lewis comes back relatively healthy, and I think if we're competing, then Polanco's a deadline deal for sure, because then you slot Lewis into second. Easy peasy, no problem. But I agree. I, to trade, I get 
you know, there's no power. I get he's sort of positionless. He's below average at second. He's below average at first. It's weird to use the designated hitter spot on a guy that just hits for average. But, like, you don't just trade away the batting title winner. You no, don't, you thank don't do you. It. You don't do no. it. I agree. I, and he's I, been consistently you. our best player. The last. Who is our first baseman? Am I missing something? It'd be uh, It'll be Kirilov. Not Miranda. Oh, or Miranda. Or Miranda. Yeah. But Miranda will play third because we got rid of Urshela. Who? Okay. That was Which our was most the worst player. move of free agency. We could yeah. still go yeah, sign him. No, he might have signed with the Angels, I want to say. Oh, Maybe no, we I'm traded him for the Angels. You're, you're, we traded him. Oh, yeah. For, traded him for somebody. Um, yeah. uh, Doesn't matter. Well, remember. We traded uh, him so we, we could get him. Kyle Farmer for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, uh, the anyways. clutchest player on the team, the guy, who, yeah. the only guy who could hit, hit with runners in scoring position for a guy who sucks. So yeah. Anyways, well, I getting rid of Arias would be a mistake. If yes. you're going to make a mistake, at least make it. First off, don't make that very obvious mistake. But if you do, it sounds like it might be in return for something legitimate and something seriously that we need. Um, so that's at least a plus. Like, I'd at least rather them trade him for, like, a top, you know, one or two starting pitcher than another. Did you happen to see Mad Dog Russo's reaction? No, I hate that He ripped the Twins. He absolutely ripped, is it Correa? Correa. Correa. Ripped him because he really wanted him on the Mets. He, so he pretended like he that 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 he was awful. The Twins are, you know, he says he can't win in Minnesota. They'll never win anything. And then the guy we was talking to said, um, I ha- hate to point this out to you, but they've won a World Series sooner than the Mets have. Regardless of that, he's right. But um, yeah. but yeah, it was pretty pretty funny. So yeah, we'll have to see what. I, I agree. I think it's a mistake to trade. Arias for even a guy like Lopez as as good as good as he is. Um, it does. It doesn't, is good. It doesn't make sense at the beginning of the year when Lewis is out hurt. I mean, if, if you halfway through the year and Lewis is going to come back soon, and if we're really desperate for pitching, my edit doesn't come back to be who he was before the injury. If the Orioles pitcher who is so bad, I can't remember his name, is still for some reason can't pitch for us. If all those guys are bad. I don't think then it makes sense, maybe. But I just right now, I do, before the year starts, when these guys, our younger guys, are hurt or not ready for the big leagues, it doesn't make sense. Well, yeah. Lewis might be back in time to play center field when Buxton gets hurt. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Buxton's probably slipping on the ice in Minnesota. He's yeah, out. I know. It's that's a matter of time. Um, so we'll have to see what happens. But I think. Well, it's not bad news. No, no, and I think you really. I think that. Again, we've said this years prior. Sometimes it goes well. Last year it went poorly, but they were beyond injured last year, which you know, hopefully doesn't happen again. But all it, it, if nothing changes, which it doesn't seem like is going to be the case, but if nothing changes, that's a pretty good baseball team. I mean, that should be a division-winning baseball team if they stay healthy. Um, the bullpen is deep, but it, it's good on the top end. The rotation, same thing. You don't have a blow-away number one starter, but you have five and maybe even six good to pretty good to okay ones, which not every team can say. And honestly, you look around the lineup and it's... Did you guys watch... Good. Did you watch the press conference? 
No, I don't. No, I've but never I, saw, been. I saw some quotes. Okay, well, you should go watch some highlights after what I'm about to tell you. I was wondering why, uh, uh, you know, Mr. P- whatever Polad was in charge, they all start with J's. Whatever Polad was in charge of the Twins turned it over to his nephew, who I believe his name is Joe. If you watch the press conference and you see any time Joe was either asked a question or spoke up awkwardly, it's very clear that he put him in there so he wouldn't look like such a loser. Because I thought that whatever Paul Ed was running the team was a loser. Joe takes the cake. This is his nephew. <laughs> what a loser. And I, I, the, a couple times he talked out of turn and it was beyond awkward. They asked him a couple questions. And he was even more awkward. So, um, but you'll have to go back and see that. All right. Well, uh, interesting. Twins off to a good start. Uh, do we go? I just right can't to- believe after all of that, those two idiots backed into an even better deal. Like, yeah. It, that's what's going to be sad. Not sad. Listen, if they win anything with Korea, then no, they. I think sad. I, but in, in 15 years, we're going to look back and they're going to look at that these two guys and they're going to talk about this Correa deal and it, how good it was and the weird saga and whatever. And it's like they never they didn't deserve it. Yeah, maybe they get a little credit for getting back in, but like they should have never been out in the first place. I think the fans. No, I mean, and it's honestly the way it was presented to them. They had no other choice but to make this deal. There was no other right. deal to make. Right. Right. I think once uh, it, once it fell through at the Mets, there was one. There really was one. Con- one conclusion. Yeah, because I think uh, I think the fans here are smart enough to realize that uh, they had nothing to do with this. Uh, they're smart enough. I don't know. Well, not Ted. I'm enough. not talking about Ted. No, I, well, I was going to say it may, it may not be smarter, yeah. but it's it's it definitely better. Listen, well, we had Korea for all of last year, and that was the worst attendance since Target Field opened. So the uh, ownership right. still needs to do some things to uh, bring some fans in the building. Yeah. So. There, no, there were sure. some good. There were some good tweets though, like, like the WWE, the sale didn't go through because you know they're, they're, all, all those spoofs from all this. It was pretty good. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, we'll we'll from break the check down the physical the season, but I mean, this he's really the last kind of big free agency domino if you will and it finally fell in the, one of the weirdest free agent sagas we've probably ever seen it's definitely the weirdest one i i remember not you know that there's that many that are that strange but um whatever no i don't think so it's coming so yep. i don't even we have so much to cover elsewhere i don't know if there's a lot to really cover within NHL, NBA world. It seems early. We're not even at the all-star breaks of either well, yet. The Wild are setting up for their normal, pretty decent regular season, disappoint us in the playoffs. So we can yeah, wait to get fine, there. Though. Honestly, this is it's one year fine. with them where I'm... Well, yeah, this so, year specifically, I'm fine with that. I didn't think they were going to be any good this year. They all right, I got, a, I got a question well, for both of you. All right, go ahead. I mean, could, I mean, is there any chance in 2023... The Minnesota sports fan, mostly Drew, Sam is a little bit closer to my side, cannot settle and we can hold teams accountable and not just be happy they entertain us in the regular season and then, like, it's going to happen Sunday, first round of playoffs, step out. Can we maybe strive for more as a sports fan? Or maybe not, and that's fine. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I 
I'd like to, but I also look. I, but my here's my here's the only thing I'll say to that. If I looked at it, our teams before the season began, and I was like, you know what, that's a team that could maybe win a championship. I would go into the season with that view. We haven't really had many teams with that with that outlook, which is a problem right. in and of itself, and that's fine. But I'm not going to ruin a months-long season and not enjoy a months-long season for myself just because we couldn't maybe win a championship. And to your point, pretty good and into the playoffs for me a lot of times is like I still enjoyed watching that team. And only one team gets to win their last game. And if you can't, you know, be happy with still success outside of that one definition, then but you're going to go home I... unhappy every year. Well, now, there are teams. Now, I will be disappointed in teams for sure. Wolves right now, very disappointing. Twins last year, very disappointing. The the Vikings last year and the year before, very disappointing. And this year, but too. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to, like, look at a team with realistic expectations and be like, well, I, you know, the Twins weren't disappointing last year because I thought they were going to win the World Series. They're disappointed because they went out and got Correa, back to this conversation, and then just made dumb mistake after dumb mistake and had injury after injury and, and lost 100 games. Like that, I'm upset with. Sam, hang but I'm on not going to look at. I, that's all I'm saying. I'm not going to look at a team and be like, "Well, if it's win a championship or bust." I'd like one of them to break out of that, of course. And going into the season, I'm like, "Well, here we go again." But two months into the season, what am I supposed to say? Like, "Oh, they're winning." Okay, cool, fun. Okay, I'm going to send it to Sam in a second. But I think the point I want to make is Sam and I had to sit there and watch a grown man from Philly wave his arms like an eagle and we couldn't even say anything because our teams are so bad like we have to just sit and take stuff like that yeah i that doesn't it doesn't really bother me that much okay sam well and the wild thing if we trade mad dumbo that's my stanley cup so i'm gonna consider that a win okay fair but that that organization like i expect a lot from billy g and what they've started to do so i think next couple years if they if next few years, if they don't win a couple playoff series, then we can start talking about. It. But like Drew was saying, this year with as a Vikings fan was probably the greatest regular season any Vikings has had in their entire life, the most fun they've had in their entire life. I mean, and including I, you, Dad. You, I know you don't watch the games, but if you actually somewhat cared, you would appreciate okay. the regular season that we've had. And two, you can't really expect us to win the Super Bowl when we have the worst Super defense Bowl. in the entire league. Okay, so what happens when they absolutely get throttled on Sunday? Are but you guys it, happy? No, but here's my point. My point is you can to be a upset. Terrible team, to a bad team, by the my way. Po- my point was the, the point I was trying to make is you can maybe be upset with the, the however it finally ends. Okay. You can think we were done too early or whatever, or, or we didn't reach where I want us to. But to Sam's point, you have to look back on that season, and maybe you can say, you know what, I thought maybe we could have done more after winning 13 games. Fine. At some point, you also did like, but it was it was pretty fun to watch those, you know, that 18 week season, and that's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, there, they, there's they a difference between. Yeah, and that's I think where I stand is obviously, I set expectations for the teams going into each season. If they don't reach those, I'm sad. There are always good times along the way. If they reach those or exceed those, I'm happy. Now there hasn't been much of that, obviously, and that's where I will agree with you. And, and some at some point, like. It's not about good enough being good enough. It's that at some point we do need to raise expectations. And I don't think the Wild are sort of going down that path once they're out from this cap issue. 
the Vikings may have something churning there with O'Connell. It's it's early. We won't know. You know, who knows what's going to happen okay. there. I do feel um, justified. I told you at the time of the draft, it was one of the worst drafts that I've ever seen, and it's playing. They're all hurt. I I don't. They all I, suck. If well, let's talk next year at this exact time, and if we're if none of them have gotten in or they're still all hurt, then we're they well, the, the, the Vikings, I pretty much I thought they were going to win the division this year because I didn't think Green Bay was any good, and I was actually most worried about the Lions. We can go back to the tapes for that too. But I ex- fully expect the Vikings to be the Giants on Sunday. So if we do lose, I will be disappointed in them. Because that Giants team, is they're not that good. But somehow we're going to let Danny Dimes run all over us. Yep. Like we should. And the fact that Duke Shelley is somehow the seventh best cornerback in the NFL, I don't know who does that. I, I, yeah, I'm not because sure. Because do they realize he's given up like 200 yards in two games, two of the games he's played? I don't understand where they're, they're coming up with this. He does break up a lot of passes. He does. And a lot of times they're in the end zone and end zone breakups must be. And that's how that stuff's calculated. It's like based off of points saved or like it's it's all based off probability of scoring. And so where he breaks up those passes. And I agree with you guys. He's not that good. He's been a rebel. I mean, he's actually played pretty He's, lot, he's played a lot better than I expected him to. So absolutely. I mean, we have nobody else. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because now Dantzler's constantly mysteriously hurt for some reason. He's okay, but apparently he can't get healthy anymore. But my point being, those things are calculated in a way that I get mathematically, but not sure if I agree with holistically. Because yes, if you break up a pass in the end zone, you're saving hypothetically six points. But like, he was probably only down there because Shelley gave up a pass or two here and there. So like. And those aren't weighted nearly enough. So I, it, it's a weird system. It, here's honestly the easiest way to know it's a weird system that does have merit in, at times. The Vikings have so many highly graded players for PFF, for EPA per play, which is a, a another analytic people use, those other types of scoring mechanisms like that. Tons of guys on defense, top 10, 20 at their position. But they're like the 25th best defense because of just how they execute the scheme and how many big mistakes they make. So I agree. It doesn't feel right, but he has played better than we can expect. Um, I don't know really how we got on Duke Shelley specifically, but. I mean, at Donatel, how fast is he fired once, once we lose? Oh, yeah. They, I, they'll get Rams. I, guy. I think if it wasn't O'Connell, I think if it wasn't O'Connell's first year, he would have done it already. I just don't think he wants to be that that. Yeah, I mean it's point. Well, it's hard to fire a head coach when you're 12 and four, whatever we were. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I don't they're gonna get the guy, guy from the. They're gonna get the guy from the Rams. By the way, what a, I, I, if if anyone is shameful enough to hire that Rams coach after quitting, he he wins a Super Bowl. Absolutely does everything he can to win the Super Bowl, which means he left the team with no money, no draft picks, and you know what he does. Oh, I'm going to go now. I'm going to leave I, now. But, okay, I actually have a question for you, Dad, on that topic, because I was talking to somebody about it. Like, the way you talk, and I'm not, like, this is not meant to be accusatory. I, it's a genuine question. The way you talk, going back to the conversation we just had about striving for more and all of that, would you do what the Rams did and be 100%. okay with what the Rams did? So why are, you now, why are you upset with it? Because I, he because did everything he could and he executed on it and he won yeah, a championship. I'm not mad at him for doing what he did. I'm mad at him for walking out now. Because he turned around and went, okay, but these guys. Have, but to well, play no. devil's advocate, 
Go he ahead. didn't know. He didn't know that they were going to start getting hurt one by one, and they were going to oh, fizzle well, out as fast as they did. Right, and I'm sure if they didn't, he would have stuck around. But I think yeah, which I think advocate. is pathetic. No, I was advocate. If they're going to fully start over, is it that bad of an idea for him to be like, you know what, just I'm done coaching, just no. start over with everybody? And I would just, just hope no coach. one else would ever hire him because because he, he's I I, I well, have zero respect true. for that. If that's what you're saying, yes. Yeah, I, that's all I'm if, saying. If, it, I, if I, in, I, let's say he retired, let's this whole I Sean no thing that's going on right now. If what ha- if this whole Sean Payton thing pans out, now he got his a different story. But if this same sort of saga happens, that McVeigh says I'm done, uh, he goes and works for Pick Your Favorite Broadcasting well, Network, yeah, which is five fun. years, and then if and then if somebody hires him in in 2030 or whatever, maybe 2026, well, then that looks bad. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, to Dad's point of your team, why would you ever hire the guy? Because once it goes wrong, he's gonna leave. Yeah, and and the Sean the Sean um, Payton thing. First of all, I don't care. Everyone assumes he wants to go to the Chargers. Why would I get it? They have a good team, but they're not. They don't even have a home field. Nobody cares about them. Why would he go back to New Orleans and bring Brady or somebody with, or Rogers with them? I, yeah, the whole like the team, the the Sean Payton thing on many levels doesn't really make sense to me, um, because like I don't know, just try not like why is he leaving? New you Orleans? you ask somebody about the Brady Belichick thing, like I feel very similar about Peyton Breeze. I like, agree. When Breeze left, Sean Payton was nothing. But Sean, Sean, yeah, and he but he only stuck around one year to prove how bad he was. At least Belichick's hung out for more. No, I know, but my point being, like I agree I, with you. I, I don't get the Sean Payton thing in many ways. Like I. I get he's had a lot of success, but he's had a lot of success with one of the greatest quarterbacks 100%. of all time, you know? Like, without him, what does he have? And talk about a guy who flames out in the postseason. Oh, I'm How many with postseason, you. early postseason games did he lose when you look at a guy like McCarthy in Dallas getting another chance? Like, I... Uh, I'd go to Arizona. I don't know. That's where I'd go. Well, and Sean Payton only went to their first Super Bowl because he paid their players to injure Brett Favre. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. I don't get the Payton thing in a lot of ways. To your, I don't get why he wants to go the places he's mentioned. I don't get why people are so he's not, enamored. He's, he's either going to Dallas, which, to be honest, I don't think he really – I mean, he's not going to have any say if he goes to Dallas. So, why would he go to Dallas? He wants if to be I'm a Charlotte. coach, that's the last place I would want to go. No, but McCarthy. If they lose, McCarthy's getting fired. I mean, there's no doubt. If they oh, lose yeah. to Tampa, uh, I he, he's objectively one of the. Is it possible he's one of the worst? Yes. I don't know the best way to frame it, but one of the worst, like long-standing coaches in the history of football. Oh, 100 percent. Like he's one of the worst successful coaches is maybe the way I'd put it. I mean, he's been a head coach for what? We're pushing 15, 16 years, and. And the players he had, or the head quarterbacks he had. Yeah, he's got never one had Super a, with all those teams in Green Bay and now in, in Dallas. Like he's lost. He's never really had a in the playoffs. He's never had a bad quarterback. I mean, no, but think right. about how many years they won 11, 12, 15 games out first round, second round. Think out. about bad Green Bay's division was all those years he was there. Yeah, yeah. And Zeke Elliott is so bad, like they should never oh, play. It's terrible. It's terrible. Well, I mean. They they were weren't they undefeated with with uh, who's the backup quarterback for Dallas? Yeah, the guy that when Prescott was hurt, uh, Cooper Rush. I don't think they're undefeated, but oh, I thought they were. I mean, they're better with Cooper Rush. 
If they had no, the guts, that's who Dak has been bad this year. Dak has been bad, for sure. But anyways, I feel very similar about Sean Payton and Mike McCarthy. Like, they have succeeded in spite of themselves at oh, yeah. times. And I think, now, Sean Payton would coach circles around Mike McCarthy, but that bar is low. Um, so I don't get the Sean Payton thing. I don't. But here we are. We're looking at the playoffs. Um, kind of weird how it all shook out, obviously. Um, thankfully, I, in many ways, the, the Hamlin situation, kind of, that he's okay and having to postpone and cancel that game didn't have any impact. But well, is there any way the Bills lose now? Well, that's what I was gonna say. Some of the ways that the now seating shook out is a lit was kind of a little strange. Well, I'm not sure what they have. could have done, but the fact that they're gonna go now, I mean, the Bills. But I'm thinking like, whichever team would have had the home field advantage would have been a huge advantage. Yeah. Now they're gonna go play in a in a dome where both teams are gonna try to get a crowd there. I mean, I I don't know what the solution is, so I'm not. But it's very interesting. Uh, it's very interesting how that's going to Well, and that, and that whole AFC, started staying in the AFC for a second, like, you, you look at the teams there, and you, you should be really excited for all those games. But now you have no Lamar Jackson. You have no Tua. And I don't think Tua is very good. But no, you have no Tua. Like, Tua's career is over. Those are both those games. The the Bengals Ravens, which is a you know has been a rivalry the past few years. Dolphins Bills inter division rivalry. Those are now over ten point spreads because they're playing. You know, I, I don't even know who the Ravens are going to play a quarterback, and the Dolphins are going to play that Skylar Thompson guy. Like the AFC, as good as it looked on paper in terms of games and everything, is not now. I will say out. one thing though. The the uh, Bills. Uh, Chiefs and Bengals are head and shoulders above any team in the NFC, including Philadelphia. I think all three of those teams are better than all the teams in the NFC. I don't get the I don't get San Francisco. I I, I, I don't understand San Francisco. I, I, I don't get it either. I know they have a decent defense, a good defense. Yeah. Well, they had a pretty easy run down the stretch too. Would you? I, I looked at the easiest schedule in the NFL. Do you want to uh, – let me read you their final eight. These are their final eight games. Cardinals – wait, let me make sure I read this. Well, right. yep, you got to count some of their final early. eight games. Yeah. Cardinals, Saints, Dolphins without Tua. Bucks, Seahawks, Commanders, Raiders, Cardinals without Kyler. Raiders with Jared Stidham. Like, and they still let up in some of these games, 34 points, 20 points to the Commanders. I know. like – well, they I, uh, played the Cardinals. Tw- their division alone was horrible. No, I know. Well, that's my point. They got to play most of them down the stretch. The Cardinals twice. Yeah, I guess. Um, they got the Seahawks when they were reeling and not playing well. They got a. I think they. I'm pretty sure they had a Tua list doll. Or no, Tua was there when they played the Dolphins. But Tua sucks. No, they've literally like, played. Even, they literally have the easiest schedule in the NFL. Oh, for sure. They just had nobody to like. The, the end of their schedule was ridiculously easy. So that's sort of adds a little bit of shine to what I think is a bit of a flawed team, but they have a great offensive line, a good defense. I, I think Shanahan is one of the best coaches in the NFL. Well, I, I agree with that. Um, which goes a long way. I, the only, I, I will say, I do think, you know, Philly is going to have to rely on Hertz, which who knows how healthy and, he and is. Philly at home is going to be tough. Right. But I think even outside of him, that Philly roster is as good, if not better than 
those AFC rosters. Now, I would take Allen, I would take Burrow, and I would take Mahomes over Hurts in a second, and that means a lot. You know what's the other thing? The Philly receivers are better than the Kansas City ones, the Philly receivers are better than the Bills ones. But outside of that, I do believe the Philly roster is better. The Kansas City offense is horrible, but they have Patrick Mahomes. The right. pa- Patrick Mahomes had more yards this year than he ever did with Tyreek Hill somehow with absolute scrub wide receivers. So that guy makes literally the biggest difference in the world. So. Here's what bothers me. Uh, the Vikings, I don't think we're going to, but let's just for the sake of this conversation. The Vikings beat the Giants. Uh, the Viking, Then Dallas wins. Dallas goes to... Philly, Dallas beats Philly. We beat San Francisco. We host the Dallas Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. Everyone's going to assume we'll beat him because we're at home. And that's how we're going to get destroyed. That's so Vikings. The Vikings legitimately can host the the, uh, the uh, championship game. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. No, it's entire. I mean, to your I mean, point, I'm not, I, listen, if Seattle beats San Francisco, it wouldn't shock me. No, no. I, but you're you're not wrong because when you look at these other teams, like I get San Francisco has a lot of good things going for them. They're still playing a rookie quarterback in the right. in the postseason. Right. Now, Wait, Shanahan, he hasn't played any tough teams too. Right. He hasn't been tested. Right. So the Seahawks kind of stink. Fine, but then they're going to have to go and play, like you said. You know, well, I guess they play us, wouldn't they? Well, no. I mean, they could technically play. They could lose to the Seahawks, but either way, like. But the Seahawks, too, Geno Smith has actually beat a few good teams this well, year, and Pete yeah. Carroll has those guys playing really well, too. So Yeah. If, uh, if, uh, yeah, they, they've recovered nicely after they slipped a little bit, for sure. Oh, yeah, because if, if the 49ers win, then we would play. I mean, not 49ers. If Tampa wins, they would play Philly. Yeah. Because they're the lower seed. I don't think we can play. We couldn't play. Well, if the Eagles, uh, if. Seattle wins, then and we win, we would host Dallas, right? Don't they uh, seed it? Where are the yes. three? Yeah. Yes. Only after. Well, I guess it only it's the only day. I was gonna say only then after. Seattle would play. Seattle would play Philly. If Seattle wins, we would play Dallas or Tampa. Right. I would hope. If San Francisco that. wins, we play San Francisco. I think we can. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? We I, play. We play the winner of that. Sorry, it's, we we, no, we it play. Depends. If San Francisco wins, we play San Francisco. If Seattle wins, we play Dallas or Tampa. Yeah. So and here I can't believe I'm about to say this. Like, well, if Dallas, we had to go on the road anyway, or I, it would, I'd rather go on the road. Well, I think it also might back up. I think the reseeding is pretty stupid. Are you going the game? I didn't even think of this, Sam. You're the Seahawks 49ers game. No. No, the Vikings if they play there. Oh well, I don't. Like I expect the Vikings win, like I said, but oh. there is a probably a fifty-fifty chance we lose, so I haven't bought tickets yet. They're not gonna win. And I also what think I there's a fifty-fifty the... chance the 49ers lose, so. Yeah. But what I was gonna say, the only weird thing is like, I feel pretty good that the the Vikings would beat Tampa. Like I get. Well, they don't have a quarterback that can move. I think so. the Tampa get... Dallas game will be an awful game. No, for, that game's going to be like nineteen sixteen. I've like, never, you know, you know, at home here, there's an uncomfortable situation with Brady going on, and normally <laughs> I don't, and it's just very uncomfortable. But 
I've never wanted him to win a game more. I I I much. actually said to somebody, I think I want Tampa to win more than I want the Vikings to win. Yeah, no, I I can I just for so many reasons. And then when he fires McCarthy, even though he just said today that he won or yesterday that he won. No, it it's uh yeah, I really um like for whatever reason, I just I feel like when you talk about matchups and you know teams styles make matchups or whatever, like I don't think I don't know, like that offense just doesn't feel explosive enough to me to like really exploit all the issues we have. We're not a great run. We're not great at stopping the run, but like, am I scared of Leonard Fournette? Not really at this point. Their defense is so banged up. Like, no, you know what's going to happen? Brady's going to get hurt, and we're going to play a backup quarterback and get yeah. torched. Who is their backup quarterback? I, I don't even know. Is it Gabbert or someone? Is it oh, still yeah, playing it Gabbert? I don't know. Yeah, he saved it up. He saved two people on jet skis. No, that's that's yeah. uh, that's Peyton Hillis. No, Peyton Hill no, saved, saved his kids from drowning. No, Dad's right. It was Blayton Gabbard. Yeah, it was we, were in Flor- we were in Florida. I saw this. But Blaine Gabbard is the backup. Yeah, he is. He All of those saved, things are true. Yeah. He also got on some jet skis and saved some. I think they're, they crashed their boat or no, something. No, a helicopter. Wasn't it? It was a helicopter. Oh, I did see that. The, yeah. uh, <laughs> they put out a thing to, like for first responders, and he responded first. Yeah, it was a helicopter. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. I guess this, I don't remember what we said months ago in terms of predictions, but I, I guess we'll refresh now that the seedings are, well, the seedings sure. are set. What do you got? How do you guys think the playoffs play out? What would you predict? Uh, well, I would say, I got to believe. Well, see, that's the weird thing. If it's Kansas City, Buffalo, that's neutral site, isn't it? Yes. See, I think Kansas City would have beat Buffalo in Kansas City. I think Buffalo's going to go. And now, as with New Orleans and the Hurricane, and God bless number three, but they're going to the Super Bowl, hands down. They don't have to play on the road. Uh, They've got the motivation. He'll be at the game. He's already out of the hospital today. So I I, I got – I mean, I think Philly, if – Hurt. Oh, I hate saying this. I'm picturing I'm picturing our Philly correspondent doing the eagle thing right now, standing by the pool. I can't get that image out of my head. I I think it's Philly Buffalo, and I just pray to God Buffalo wins. Yeah, Sam. I mean, I think it's I hate going against like I would think just Patrick Mahomes, but that roster, like I mentioned, is not that good. Neutral site. It would be at a neutral site. Well, the longer site. the playoffs go, the the Bills have a couple injuries. Guys get healthier. Micah Hyde returned to practice this week. Like well, and little the things Chiefs have, the Chiefs have shown in the regular season that when they're on, no one is can touch them. But when they're off, I mean, they're worse than. I will say Texas, one so. thing: neither team has a running back. The quarterbacks are pretty close. Mahomes is better, but pretty close. Diggs is better than any of their receivers. Obviously, their tight end is but be- I mean, it's sort of close. It really is. Yeah. I mean, it, it really comes down to Buffalo should have the better defense, but they got a bunch of guys hurt. Look and that's the reality. Vikings Von, Miller, Von yeah. Miller's hurt. What? Yeah, look what the Vikings did. Their- Buffalo's defense hasn't been that good. Because no, half of it's hurt. Yeah, it has I been think, for, for quite some time. I mean, it's- I think because of the neutral site, they go to the Super I suppose we're leaving Cincinnati out of it, and they've been playing pretty good. But I think Buffalo— I, I do think Cincinnati's got a real— Shot. I, I think, but I think Buffalo Kansas. beats Cincinnati. 
Yeah, well, I think it's thing. just so hard going back to back too. And I mean, yeah. but Cincinnati would have to go to Buffalo, right? Yes. So I, Buffalo is not losing at home to Cincinnati. Correct. Yeah. That's yes. How I feel. So I mean, to Dad's point, I hate to agree. With, I think too, because why do you hate the, to agree with me? The story is set too for Buffalo to advance to the Super Bowl. Um, I think I said Chiefs at the beginning of the year, so part of me wants to stick with that. Um, I think I said Chiefs Packers was my thing, but I'm at right now just with everything going on, I think I would have to say Buffalo. And then if you look at the NFC, I don't like Philly. I don't think is that good. I don't think the 49ers are that good. Dallas horrible. Buccaneers horrible. Vikings are the Vikings. I mean, the Giants aren't making it at past the second round. So I would, I literally have no no clue who to pick. Um, but I think it might be the Bills somehow the 49ers sneak in just because defense well coached and I don't I, I think they can shut down uh, Jalen Hurts and if Philly would give the ball to Miles Sanders I maybe would put, give them the Super Bowl but for some reason they don't give it to him so I, I, would think, say I don't think yeah I don't think Philly Bills 49ers but I also think there's a very high chance that the Seahawks beat the Niners and I think that might be their toughest game in the NFC I don't think the Niners. I don't think the Niners lose to anybody except Philly. Yeah. Is what I would say. I don't think any other teams in the NFC have the offense to to get ahead of that defense. Is how I would put it. And I'm not saying that that they will. I just I don't think we have it have enough to beat the Niners. I don't think the Seahawks maybe do just because they got nothing to lose. I don't think the, the Cowboys definitely don't. I don't think Brady Brady's mobile enough at this point in his career to, to get away from that pass rush. The Eagles have an offense that could exploit San Francisco, and they have the quality of defense, especially in the secondary, to exploit a rookie like Purdy. And I think that's the other thing, too. There's no Unless, other real defense that could really, like, I think... I, I, Philly just has it in the right places, I think, to beat San Francisco, and I don't think anybody else does. So aggravates his injury right absolutely and so i think like if if philly gets upset at any point before reaching san francisco i think san francisco goes through if it becomes philly san fran or philly and probably anybody else in the conference final i, I would put philly but I, i'm i'm not i'm with sam i would have probably still even like three or four weeks ago said chiefs philly but i think now i'm, I'm i kind of have to switch to to bill's Philly. I think they finally finally get it done this year. I just think the home the not having to play on the road is gonna is, is the ticket for him. Yeah, it can hurt. It I can think hurt. Cincinnati can win at Kansas City. I don't think they can win at Buffalo. That's my tip. Yep. No, I, I I don't think anybody's gonna win really at Buffalo at this point of the year for a lot of reasons. Um. So we'll see it, it how was that crazy out. too. I mean, assuming the Chargers win. To have the to have Herbert, Mahomes, oh Allen, and Burrow, the four quarterbacks playing in the AFC playoffs. At, in did the you see that stat? Uh, did you see that stat where the top five highest paid quarterbacks aren't in the playoffs? Uh, no, but I feel like I've I feel like I've told I've made comments about this other weeks, like or uh, so many different times we've done this, like being the highest paid quarterback just means you're the most recently paid starting Yeah, that's true. Well, no, but the top five right now, it's, uh, I was going to say Favre. Rodgers, 
Uh, you, Drew, could probably look it up. Rogers Press is a press guy, no? Uh, no, they're not. Stafford, the Wilson. Staff- yep. Well, Allen. So take no. Allen out. I, I'm looking at it. This is what I, think- I mean. I can. Or maybe it's four out of the five. If if you if you're going by oh no you're right that was by this specific year if you go by average in their contract yeah. it's still the top four mm-hmm. it goes Rogers Wilson Kyler Deshaun Watson Mahomes Allen yeah Watson Carr. yep yep well and if so, you look at because the contracts now we criticize the Kirk Cousins contract that's probably the greatest quarterback contract out there he, so, he yeah. is the and he's durable. He's the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's the tenth highest big quarterback right now. No, and he's worth what he gets. He's probably the tenth best quarterback. And he's and he's better than everybody he's ahead of, except for the guys on on rookie deals. Like, yeah, he's not better than Burrow, who's still on his rookie deal. He's not better than. I mean, there's other guys who you can make an argument. But I mean, he's better than Deshaun Watson. So. No, for, yeah. but he's exactly where he should be. Yeah, you can yeah. maybe, maybe. Well, him and what him and Goff make the same amount of money. And I don't. And I think Goff's okay. I think. The Lions have just a lot of other things good going for him. But he's also six years younger. But, like, the other guys he's ahead of are Wentz, Matt Ryan, Tannehill, Baker, Jameis, Mariota, a couple of rookies, including Tua. Then it's, like, Jimmy G, Herbert still on his rookie contract. Like, that's the other thing. So many of these guys are still on their rookie contracts. But, yeah, Rodgers, Wilson, Murray, Watson. That's your top four. Um, Two things because I know we got to wrap up soon. One, I think uh, our guy Ted just uh, ripped himself, but that's fine. Uh, I just got, I just was looking, I something just came across, the preseason top 50 college baseball um, teams. And I, you could probably pick 46 of the 50. I mean, LSU, Tennessee, Stanford, Wake Forest, you know, all the really warm ones. Mm-hmm. But this goes back to a conversation that we always have about Minnesota sports. Um, let me just read you some of the names on the top fifty, and I'm gonna—I'll get to the cut to the chase. Minnesota is not one of them. <laughs> uh, Eastern Carolina University. I mean, they're, I, I know they're, away again. they're always they're good. good. Yeah, that's warm. Uh, let me go to f- number fifty, Campbell. I—I—I want to say of Campbell can do it we should be able to well can i ask you a devil's advocate question what are you looking at i see byu as 50 but i don't know but like who you don't think the gophers could beat campbell two out of three games like i i doubt it they're so pathetic but maybe weren't they pretty good last year was it the year before Uh, what am i looking at i'm looking at they had uh, a really good they had a really good year i'm looking at ncaa and byu is 50 i'm looking at college baseball nation all right, well, you're looking at some ragtag college baseball site. BCU isn't even – who is 50? BYU. BYU. I don't even – they're not even rated in this one. Neither Campbell's not in the – Campbell Campbell, the, Dallas Baptist, Grand Canyon. Campbell's the 20th other team receiving vote, so. Grand Canyon. Gonzaga. I think you need a different uh... – Gonzaga in baseball. I mean – To your point, when... though, I'll give you credit – Thank you. North Dakota State is receiving votes, and the Minnesota Gophers aren't. When? I have I have played against North Dakota State player. Oh yeah. We we uh, beat twice in a row, and they had to take him out of the game. He was crying because we shelled him so hard. So. Uh, the year we took third in state, 
uh, starting pitcher from Wilmer was full ride to or a ride to North. I thought I guess maybe recently they've been bad. I thought like not that long ago the Gophers were were pretty good. Did yeah. they yeah. Like, I, almost? Did they went, go to the the almost. the tournament? Was that? I probably almost maybe it was five years ago. I guess. No, that we probably went what four years ago. Yeah, we, yeah. we went out at the at the U. So they, they have, yeah, they played, wasn't it they played Oregon State in the Super Regional? Yeah, I think so. Um, they, we yeah, and then Oregon regional. State won. It was the year yeah. they won. I got some breaking, some breaking New York news. Uh, the Jets fired their offensive coordinator. Yeah, uh, they mutually agreed. To sort of hard to play with. 2018. Quarterback. Okay, 2018. so not that long. Now, don't get me wrong, they, they're not. No, the team's in Minnesota. Uh, it's well, they to, and to your credit, Dad, Santa Clara is kind of the nicest weather it gets in the spring and summertime when baseball's there, and they can't feel the team. So I don't, I don't get how they're. Yeah. I hope none of my baseball friends are listening. They should be better. I, they, I'm, they need to fight. Well, I guess that. my point is they, they were. They just clearly haven't. My down. point is, and we don't have time to get into it. But when will Minnesota's college teams? The Gophers actually, are I saw a bunch of people had the Gophers in their postseason top twenty-five. They're twenty-fourth, I think they saw for yeah. football. Yeah, the co- and the coaches poll. A lot of coaches had him top twenty-five. I so, think they were technically, like Sam said, depending on the poll, anywhere from like 24 to like 30. But yeah, that's what I, I saw. I, okay, I'm gonna rip PJ for one thing. This is this is how much he thinks out of the box. Uh, running back guy goes to Kent State to be their head coach. He takes some guys with him. Our offensive coordinator leaves to go to Rutgers for a lot of money. We talked about why he'd want to go. I, 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 so he left. He left for the money. Uh, we have to hire defense, an offensive coordinator. What do we do? We use the two guys we already have. I, I, I don't get it. But now we need a def- – I don't even know what it is. We need a tight ends coach. So who do we hire? The Kent State offensive coordinator. Like, can we maybe get out of this circle here? I do think that's just kind of college football, though. I mean, you I see know. that happening all the time. But... Kent State offensive coordinator, he's – Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I mean, I know we, we kind of talked about it when we were down in Florida, like this whole idea of like assistant coach pay pool, like right. it clearly matters. Like there's no reason a team like Rutgers should be able to pay their assistants more than us. But clearly they can't because they gave the guy a million and a half dollars they, to yeah. make a million here. Now he doesn't. Or they don't it. have as many coaches. I don't know what the deal is. I, I doubt it, though. Like I still think a college football team. And Barney thinks like if he went to the Gopher and say, pay me a million and a half and I'll stay like, did he do that? Like, I don't I, probably I, could have. I bet he. I bet he didn't because he's from there, and that's why he left to go to yeah. Penn State a while ago. And honestly, I, I think he sucks. So I'm glad he's gone. No, well, yeah, that's the, I don't think these guys actually want to stay because if they wanted to stay, they would go and get the money. And the two times the, the new offensive coordinators had to call plays twice, done pretty well. Both bowl games, we won, including that Outback Bowl where we. Oh no, yeah, PJ there. wins bowl games. There's no question about that. But my point being, in the in the time we've seen. Matt Simons' name, call plays. It's yeah, been whatever. Now. it's been limited, but I'm guessing there is more to the guy leaving. I think he probably wanted to run more, and, and I think PJ is like we have to throw because we have. Court. Well, that's the thing. We have ten wide receiver well, I, transfers. I, I could not and be a quarterback who can throw him the ball. Apparently. Yeah, I, I, I could not be like us. less upset that he's gone. No, I don't care. But it is a weird thing where like I'm shocked that Rutgers would offer this guy that much more money than we did or could. Now maybe we could, but didn't and we're paying uh, maybe it's less years who knows i mean well, he'll be in Rutgers. how long is the Rutgers coach gonna last two three years he'll be out of there 
the other thing I'll say is we probably pay the defensive coordinator a lot, and he is very good. He's at a top 10, top 20 defense over and over. So if that's where the money's going, fine. There's a return on investment there at least. Um, so I don't know. They hired an ex. Do you remember La, 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 I don't even know how to say his name. La Boudier. Remember that guy? Yeah, he used to play for him. He's the defensive lineman. Their, ba- their two yeah. basketball teams are unwatchable. It's oh, actually you want to talk about unwatchable basketball? Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. I, I, forgot. I, just, I forgot. People can read your Twitter feed. I forgot. I forgot. I, I uh, although I will say you should can you actually should watch it because every night you're watching history. I was one minute away from watching history courtside. Yeah, I don't get how yeah. that game wasn't on TV. And where, by the way, all of a sudden you're friends with the, I mean, where was this athletic director all the years you went there? How did I never know this? Well, I sent the student section when I went there. Well, I went up. Yeah, all of a sudden Sam's like, I'm really good friends with the athletic director's daughter. Like what? Nephew and kind of daughter, yeah. What? Yeah, oh, correct. What, what do you mean, kind of daughter? Like you're kind of friends with the daughter, or so kind she's, of his daughter? I mean, is she not? Is she? No, questioning? I'm friends with good. Yeah, I'm friends with both. When you say but the kind nephew of, took me to the game, the the daughter's the manage uh, managing the basketball team. Oh, okay. She's one of fifteen managers, I think they have. Well, the U has. I I can't believe how many people are on the bench at the U for a team that is absolutely pathetic. Yeah, but and, yeah. And for all the people listening, Santa Clara was up one with a minute left against Gonzaga, and then they had a fadeaway step back three in our face, and it was over. So, well, I, so I just think... to like, just to like put into perspective the like, I I, I really like basketball, and as a short white guy, it was never going to be a career for me, but I like watching it a lot. I don't think perhaps as much like as any other sport. Go ahead. What? I I just said I, I mean I. So I don't think as a tall white guy it would have been either. But go ahead. Oh, I had a better chance. True. Uh, I really like basketball. The three <laughs> basketball t- teams I root for are so pitiful. It is yeah. so painful. Georgetown has lost 27 straight Big East games. 32 against top high major teams. I saw this the other day. Uh... And Ken Ken Pomeroy has like a it's called Ken Pom has his whole thing about like <clears throat> he's like it's very advanced like statistics in terms of like probability of winning games. Someone has been putting together uh, probabilities that teams probability of teams that have a non-zero chance of going either winless or undefeated in league play. Number two and number three on the winless list are Georgetown and Minnesota. There is a 11% chance that Georgetown goes winless, and there's a 6.5% chance that Minnesota goes winless. And those are the two college teams I root for. The Gophers are going to go over the two. They're going. Georgetown's more likely, looking at at the analytics. Maybe. It's it's 99% chance the Gophers do. They're beyond pathetic. Well, the, their roster is just horrible. We'll see if the guys he starts bringing in are good, but the, you can't even blame up. coaching. The lineup is I, not even. I mean, whatever. I'm indifferent to it. Um, I know we got to get going, but I do have sort of a, a fairly uh, significant Connors Corner announcement. Go for it. So Connors Corner uh, season premiere. Well, actually, it's on right after this show. 
as we know. But if you wanted to catch it live, it's a big change. We're no longer after 12 years on Mondays. I don't know if you two even know this. I, I, don't. I didn't. Connor's Corner is moving to the very, very big spot on Fridays, 1030 to 1130 live in studio, the wow. new and improved Connor's Corner. Now, that'll be start this Friday, but you'll be hearing this. You'll be hearing that show if you don't. I mean, you won't know. Well, you might. You won't know that until you hear this, of course. So it's still on right after us, the replay. So it's going to be a Friday-Saturday combo platter of Connor's Corner. That's about as primo as it gets, I have to think. Yeah, that's so Friday's the new uh, the new day. 10.30, a little different time change. So, so oh. we do have to wrap it up. Yeah. We had a lot to talk about because it's been a while since we've been on. You might have to splice this for... Uh, that's fine. I'll find bits. I'll find bits to to take out. I'm not I'm not concerned about it. We'll, we'll put your, the uh, maybe your Georgetown talk. I'm yeah. sorry, that was or maybe too, we'll just cut out all the Gopher and Georgetown. Too too stuff. soon. No, I don't think people care. No offense, Dad. I don't think people care about the the Gopher baseball. I don't team. think people even. Oh no, well, I it wasn't a statement of Gopher baseball as much as Gopher sports. But go ahead. It did get us into the go for football conversation, which was good, though. I'll have to be creative with it. I'm not worried. Uh, in 30 seconds for our listeners who are still listening on, on the podcast version, and maybe we'll fit this into the, the radio version, depending on what I can find. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want both of your thoughts on WWE potential sale and potential sale to Saudi Arabia investment fund, although now that uh, may happen. It still seems likely. I don't think there's any chance they'll be sold to Saudi Arabia. I don't think the networks would go for it. I don't think, I know the fans won't go for it and most of the wrestlers won't. And I don't think McMahon down deep really wants the WWE to lose to AEW by going out of business. And they will 100% go out of business if it's sold to Saudi Arabia. I don't think NBC and Fox want them only first of all i don't know how a country owns a show but we can talk it's their about investment that. fund i know but it's still their country it's weird uh i don't see how i i don't think that's who they're getting sold to i think it's either going to be comcast or amazon that's who i think yeah that's my, i that's I don't, my bold prediction I, I don't everyone in the entire country and world besides saudi arabia knows that this move can happen and is a horrible decision if it does happen. So I don't see how it can go through, but Vince McMahon, we all know he's greedy and we know he's the biggest ego ever. And we know he wants to be in charge. And that is probably the reason why it can happen. And he will take the (laughs) WWE down to his grave. And maybe part of him wants no one else to run it once he dies. Maybe people he wants, knowing him, it's just to be his life and his legacy only, because that's the kind of person he is. But, like you'd mentioned, Dad, if it does happen, the WWE will cease to exist, because starting with Sami Zayn, he'll be gone the hottest wrestler in the entire world. Uh, And they'll have no wrestlers, no one will be able, they won't be on TV and they will they will cease to exist. So, but I, I don't. I, to your credit, it has it. It can't happen. So, we've been on the air about an hour, right, Drew? Just over, yeah. But I made a mistake. I jumped in too early. 
I didn't mean to, I didn't want to, especially starting this year, but I we dedicated the show to Ted, our new friend. Oh, he's dead. The twins murdered him on but Twitter. I, yeah, so how ironic. So Sam and I are sort of trendsetters. Through the process No, I, I have to break this to you. You're not. The people have been hating this guy for way. You were well, so funny. I tweeted at him before, too. Yeah, I saw Sam tweet at him. The Twins absolutely... We're not going to get into it. You can go check for yourself. The Twins have absolutely annihilated him on social media. Love it. And then, of course, his other... The guy that hates him more than Sam and I, Brandon... Well, I shouldn't say his name. You can... BW uh, loved it. So... Thank you, Twin. The Twins just... It's pretty funny. Yeah. There were other people in it, too, but I'm glad they, they fit him in there. He was last and the biggest on top. Yeah. No, it was obvious, for sure. For sure. Shots fired. Um, all right. Well, I, it's a good way to start. I mean, it's our season 29 premiere. No one even thought, I, which is weird, because Drew, you're how old? 28. Yeah. So I'm not sure how he pulled it off. But it's our 29th year doing this show, and uh, I'm sure we'll have some bigger and better things to come. The people are asking for the Appies to come back after the Golden Globes is a disaster last night. Yeah, I think we need the Appies. I, I think uh, Drew and I are going to be uh, back on location together in a few weeks. Maybe that's when we do it. We normally actually do the Appies from Florida. I, in the last few times, we have done it. Oh, my God. So I don't know if this is true, but are you familiar with I'm you? And if this happens, you owe me an apology. Are you familiar with Evan LaRoon? (laughs) I think it's here's the latest. Here's the latest. um, The latest rumor for the trade. It would be Pablo Lopez and utility man. Just what we need. Johnny Bertu. You familiar? No. To the Twins for outfielder Max Kepler and shortstop Jorge Polanco. Maybe I am. Oh, I, I would yeah. take that in an instant. Well, I would too. That's how I started this. That's who, what the trade. Like, who? What, what was the guy's name? Um, Avon, A V E N L U R O N E. Avon Picks. I have no idea who he is. It's it's like uh, MLB scoops or something. I don't know what the hell this is. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's not even true. He's got 586 followers, Dad. Yeah, well, 587. I mean, he and I are on the same page. <laughs> I don't even see it. I, I saw it somehow. I I, uh, I wouldn't believe it. That would be a good trade, but that's not gonna happen. Oh, he retweeted it from Somebody another guy who also has very few followers. Yeah, but together I, they have a thousand. That's true, I suppose. All right, well, that's just my wish, but I don't think it'll happen. I'm sure we'll get it. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to add for the season premiere? Nope. Okay. Well, we will, be, and we will be back next week. Correct. I think so. Actually, Should be working with me. Should work with me. Okay, I'm in.